Hey, Griffin here. All these murders are made up. They're not real-life murders. That would be a weird thing for us to do. Take it away, song! I'm Griffin. Steve. This is Killed to Death. And we solve murders. And, of course, we're still in quarantine. And, of course, it's still self-isolation time, uh, at least at the time we're recording this. And um, it's tough to get your exercise. It's tough. You don't have your gyms to go to. You don't have your maybe your sport activities with your sporto buddies, whatever you used to do. So what we have for you are some of the best and most secluded running routes in the city. If you're a jogger and you want to get out there, we know exactly the places to go. Yeah. Uh, number one, uh, I would say, mm. uh, any pool right now. Yeah. Uh, They're they not being dead. used. They are closed. They don't let you in because yeah. they are public facilities. That's right. Uh, since they are locked from the outside, uh, not a lot of people in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're going to have lots of room to roam around. Because they are locked from the outside, you uh. have to be creative uh, in getting in. Which sometimes involves climbing, which is also... Physical activity. What's physical activity? It's breaking a window. Yeah. What's physical activity? It's tunneling. It's talking your way out of uh, getting arrested when the police show up. Yeah, that's you physical. Sweat. Yeah. Oh yeah. When you're nervous. Hell yeah. And if the cops <laughs> kind of cute, you're even extra nervous. Yeah, your heart's like beating fast. Yeah, that gets the heart rate going. So what I will try and do is wait until I see a cute cop <laughs> drive by in their car, right. and that's when I'll make my uh, break in. Yes. Uh, so I have been camped outside of the you know the little Christie Pitts rec facility. Oh, I do. Yeah. So I've been there. Uh, I go every day, and I've been doing that for the past three weeks. Have yet to see a cute cop drive mm. by specifically in front of me. So I am thinking I might have to dress up a friend. Yeah, you can just do it uh, yourself. Play pretend. It's still physical activity. As long as they're cute. As long as you're nervous. Oh, you want to be the cop? Oh, I thought you said I could do it myself. (laughs) Oh, you can also do it yourself. You can play both roles. Hey, if that makes you nervous, I think that that's the best way to get the blood pumping is just nerves on edge. Yeah, so that's running route number one. Yes, and of course running route number two uh, to get those nerves up uh just send out an open zoom call uh and see who hops on so where are you sending this out to uh you can tweet it you could just post it somewhere post it on reddit and then just see who joins uh and that's kind of a cool roulette option uh that'll make you nice and nervous omegle Go just go on Omegle. Just go on Omegle or chat roulette if uh, it makes you either nervous or excited uh, to that's, see somebody jerking off somewhere else in the world. That's exercise. Uh, and so that's running route number two. Right. <laughs> All right. Do you want to just Ru- help with murder? Running. Oh, two. Those are two routes. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. You're bored. Well, I mean, we already bailed on routes. <laughs> the victim, Tater Longley, found dead on a roof. Today's guest, Spud Longley, who found the body. Spud, hello. Hey. Thanks hey, for you coming guys can on. Hear me or... Yeah, we can hear you. Where... You can hear us. I can hear you just fine. It's good to hear voices. Where are you right you know? now? I'm um, in my personal sub. Can't tell you the location. Yeah. My personal submarine. 
uh, so yeah, I, I couldn't tell what was behind you. It looks like a lot of pipes. Yeah, it's a standard submarine. There's not, um, I mean, I could tell you the difference of pipe to pipe with submarines, but I think Hollywood's actually done a pretty good job of showing what an inside of a submarine looks like. They're all, they're all to the layman, pretty the same. So you've got a bunch of guys walking around behind you holding wrenches. Uh, yeah, they're my dancers. Um, it's, uh, it's a bit of a entertainment submarine. Yeah. Um, a a bit here. of one. A bit of one. Yeah, it's it's like um, I used to use it for uh, not just personal use, but it was sort of a business. But now it's um, the dancers really didn't have anywhere to go. It's kind of like when you're in a landlord and you try to evict a tenant, but you don't want to be that guy that evicts a tenant has nowhere else to go. So, so sorry, these this dancers is... are now unemployed, but but they're all still here carrying their wrenches. This is your submarine. You got it, Spud Longley. And what underwater adventures? When did you go down? Under how long have you been underwater? Uh, well, this time, um, it's only been about a month. And when I say only, it's because normally I'm just here for the year. What happens is I take billionaires and I, I take them on um, year long adventures under the water and let them live their uh, most hedonistic life. So you're like Elon Musk, but down. Yeah, I'm like the uh, I'm like the Hugh Hefner of of the of Atlantis. I guess, well, if Atlantis was real. And it's not. I've been everywhere under the ocean. It's not here. <laughs> You've been everywhere under the ocean. This is huge. It's pretty big, but I've been doing this for 46 years. So Wow. Okay. Well, I mean, feel free to let us know, because I think a lot of the deepest parts of the ocean floor haven't been explored to a lot of other people. So, so what kind of stuff did you find, like, at the very bottom? It's kind of crazy, because... So, as you go down levels by levels... Um, almost as in like an old pixelated uh, game. You kind of go down and you find like all those fun things as you go down. You start with the regulars. We all seen it on National Geographic. You start off with the whales, the fish. And then as you get lower, they they sort of get translucent. Right, of course. They have like dangling things off their heads. Tangling things off their heads as bait. Don't fall for that more than twice. And then as you go uh, a bit lower... Uh, it's actually a little more like, um, have you ever ever seen Moena? Oh, yeah. I have not. Well, Moena falls beneath the water at one point. And now, is look, it, science exists, so it, you don't go beneath the water. But things get colorful again. Okay. Like the crab creature that Jermaine Clements plays. Uh, yes. I'm going to say yes. I don't know actors very well. I don't study uh, film. I just I watch anything that has to do with Under the Sea, I'll watch it. And that one so sequence seen, in Little Mermaid over and over and over. Well, I've watched Splash. Uh, that used to be my jam. Ah, the John Candy Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, the horror movie. It's it's a horror movie. <laughs> to you. Yeah, how how they treat that creature from the sea is disgusting. They go up there and these these land lovers just chase her down just because she's different. You know, it's a real. I it's thought, a real time I thought piece. Tom it's Hanks a had a movie. crush on her. Of course he did. <laughs> the most beautiful things on the planet come from under the sea. So, so, sorry, we're down at the dangling head level. What's beneath that? That's where it gets colorful again. Right. That's where, okay. So, And I, when I'm talking colors, it's colors you've never seen. So light, um, again, going back to science, light, colors just how things reflect off things. I don't know science for real. Uh, <laughs> but going but back eventually, to when you get underwater, things get dark and translucent because the light can't reach. But what people don't know is there is another light source in the center of the earth. Oh, a and magma. that light source hits the bottom of the water, no problem. 
Is it the Earth's core? It is the Earth's core. It's wow. like a bunch of magma, and 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 it's just it lights up so bright. Whoa! So you could see like red and yellow down there. You can see many things down there. I can't divulge everything because there's NDA. Uh, NDAs are signed when the billionaires come down. Good. But they've seen colors you've never seen. Wow. Well, they deserve it. They're rich. Do you guys know yeah. I've never seen orange? Trush. Trush is a color. Trush? Yep. What, uh, what is its most similar counterpart? You think I can explain color? That's like explaining color to a blind person. Yeah, so I'll do it as color. if you were blind. Yeah, it's a new color. But it's if pink were drunk <laughs> is the best way I can explain it. Trush. So it's like a loud, kind of stumbly Because pink. you can't just see it. You can also feel it. You're under the water. Oxygen levels get low. But you found... You can uh, feel things that you've never felt before. <laughs> you found I a found body what? on Sorry? a roof. Yeah. So what that were you doing on a roof? That was about a month ago, and that's when I got back into my submarine and thought, it's time to go. This land stuff is too much for me. So you had you would come back to land after all these undersea adventures? I come back to land all the time. I used to every once a year. My annual get up there for the old uh, uh, Rosh Hashanah New Year's <laughs> break that we all know and love so much. Of course, you d- you dip and I get up there an for, apple and honey. Yeah, I mean, or, apples and honey are a part of it. I don't actually celebrate it. I just come up at that time. It's a December-ish. December through January, I'm up there for about a month, and then I get my billionaires, and I come back down and take them for a year ride around. So it was while you were up uh, during Rosh Hashanah that you found a body on the roof. You're goddamn right. <laughs> well, the roof of what? It was a, it was a skyscraper, actually. Wow. Um, there's another uh, holiday, which we know is in December, Christmas. And uh, <laughs> there's the famed movie, Die Hard, which is a Christmas movie. Describe that movie uh, as So if I was actually blind. at the building that is um y- yuck, uh, I can't remember the name because I only watch movies that involve Yakatomi? Underwater. Nakatomi. Yakatomi Towers. Oh Nakatomi. Was Carl Winslow. I don't think Carl Winslow is Carl Winslow in that? Carl Winslow is in that. Um now that's not the actor's name, but I feel like everybody knows him as Carl Winslow. <laughs> Which was a spinoff. Uh, that was a character that was a spinoff from Perfect Strangers. If you want to talk television, I watch television all the time. <laughs> well, yeah. What else are you going to do under the sea? Well, you're going to see colors you've never seen before. But you also have uh, box sets. And I have so many just box sets of DVDs down here. <laughs> so this, was it a building similar to the Nakatomi Plaza? Or was this well, the, the Nakatomi Plaza? Well, the tour told us that's where it was filmed. Oh, it's, uh, okay. It's the building that The tour guy in- told us this is where this is where they filmed it. Right, so uh, the building yes. was just an actor. The the building was just an actor? Uh, as the other building for the movie. I don't know, I don't know Hollywood. Oh, okay, but you do love Maybe. television. I love television. <laughs> I love television. I, I've had some uh, I've had some pretty big names uh, below the waters with me, so I get a bit of inside information on some of the bigger Ooh. films. Now, I know, you're, I know you're not allowed to say directly because of the NDAs, but can you give some hints... Maybe me and Steve can guess of who these people are. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. How about uh, he's he was an action movie star, Carl and Weathers. Winslow. Got it. No, Carl Weathers is a real guy. <laughs> You're right, sir. Carl, Carl Weathers Winslow. is a real guy. Carl Winslow. Um, <laughs> it's part of the NDA. I can't say his actual name, but you are uh, nodding. I, say I don't know it. But You're nodding up and let's down. just call him Carl Winslow. <laughs> Wow, so he's, he's been down there on the sub with you. 
Yeah, and he brought uh, he brought his uh, his television wife Harriet down as well. <laughs> I think okay. it was. So yeah, this is where you found the body was up on the roof of this skyscraper. That's right. Why were you up on the roof of a skyscraper in the first place? It's a long story, but I, that's how I meet a lot of my clients. They fly in because they don't want to be seen going down with me, Spud Longley, um, because other billionaires know where they're going, and I don't want them to ruin it. It's like the movie The Game. I don't know if you've ever seen The Game, which has nothing to do with underwater, but basically I take billionaires on a, on a trip that they don't know everything is coming. So we fake deaths. We fake love affairs. We fake it all, but for that year, they think it's very real. <laughs> and you guys also watch DVDs. All the time. What else are you going to do? Look, my job's hard. And every once in a while, they just have to go to their bunk. So what am I going to do? Give them a DVD. There's still life in between this because it's a whole year. I can't keep going for 24 hours all the time. Right. Just plugging things in. So sometimes I have to give them the DVD set of Rescue Me, which is here. Oh, no. I'm sorry to hear I that. I haven't seen it myself. Uh, me neither, uh, but it can't be good. It could be great. <coughs> we don't know. That's what I meant. It's no it Chicago be Fire. It can't be, be good great. because it's great. I'll tell you this. Um, they're, when Once they watch Rescue Me, I see them come out of the room and they come in for their uh, their sushi buffet. They uh, And when I say sushi buffet, it's... Well, I'm not supposed You're to say winking. this. I'm not winking, but <laughs> look, I, I would never hurt an animal of the water. So when I say sushi, let's just call them animals of the land. Uh, raw meat from animals of the land. Right. So this is what that one month is spent doing mainly is a lot of hunting too for the rest of the year. Hunting or just, you know, telling management people that they could, there's a better job for them under the water. And by better job, maybe they end up as meals. Right. So you were up on the roof to recruit billionaires. Yeah. So what, it was funny because I found this body. It was my brother. Yeah, Tater Longley. Tater Longley. Was he involved with your operation at all? Was he helping to set up this game? He would collect bodies for me for sure. When I say bodies, they were alive people at the time. Yeah, mid-management. Like Daryl Hannah was very alive in Splash. And then he would bring them down. <laughs> okay, so you, you did work very closely with him. Yeah, we're brothers. <laughs> So when is the yeah. when is the last time you had seen him before finding him on the roof? A year prior. So a oh, year prior. So he doesn't come with you. He well, he has his own submarine. <laughs> we kind of ride in tandem, uh, but we don't get to talk to each other. We don't see each other. I mean, we see each other like I'm seeing you right now from my screen on the submarine. Oh, so but... you video chat with him all the time? <laughs> well, the the look, I make a lot of money because I take billionaires down here. But the data rates when you are lower than the third level of the ocean. Uh, sometimes it's just unreachable. So sometimes we have to just know that the other person's there. I'll put my hand against the side of the submarine, and I know he's putting his hand you, against the side of You've watched Lost uh, while you're down there. I've never seen it. Well, there's a very <laughs> hand pressed against a window of a sub you'd like. Oh, there's a hand in the sub? Uh, or just a boat that's sinking. But now, I'm not going to say that there was about four or five years ago or even longer ago when I had the creator and writer of Lost. Well, I can't say his name because it's an NDA. Damon Lindloff or Carlton Cuse, one of the two. We can't, we can't say that. We can't. We can't uh, again, you're that. nodding very vigorously. Winking with both eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, uh, it's dry <laughs> down here in a submarine, so I can't say that. 
<laughs> but maybe maybe uh maybe some of loss was brought from his experiences under the sea. I mean, the writer of The Little Mermaid actually spent a good two years down here. Oh, so you're so just you liberally that... saying that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he didn't sign anything. <laughs> I didn't say his name. <laughs> I think I can talk about uh, facts. It's just like the girl in the red coat, the guy that wrote Splash. Oh, the girl in the red coat just came a... down too? The girl. I've had a girl in a red coat down here twice. Carmen San Diego. Well, I can't say her name. <laughs> oh, okay. But where in the world? The answer, underwater. Third level down. Uh, <laughs> the last time you had seen Tater, one year ago, oh, yeah. what did you two talk about? We talked about, like, imagine if we died. Like, what would that be like? And theories? Because we've explored three levels down, but what's three levels into another plane that we don't know? What was your guess? Uh, my guess was that it would be absent of color. My mm. my guess is like, have you ever seen the never ending story and the nothingness takes over the world? Uh, no, that part's not in the sea, so I wouldn't have seen it. That's true. It's not in the sea, but there is a swamp that eats a horse, and I'm so I consider that water. <laughs> and I will tell you, uh, I feel like it's just clouds that take you take over, and and that's the end of it. But do you see how I'm just guessing? But now Tater knows. Tater knows. Lucky. And I hope wherever he is, he's putting his hand up against whatever heaven is. So I can... Because now I put my hand on the ceiling of my submarine. That's beautiful. And as just of last week, I started putting it not on the ceiling, but on the ground. Because he's in hell? Oh, did you find out something about Tater? Well, no, this is your, your this is your concept of heaven and hell, man. The Bible preaches and all these Christmas people preaching mm. to you about there's a heaven and hell above and below. But we also just thought there was a sun above. But now I know there's also a sun below. Yeah, the Earth's core is so bright. Who knows what's behind it? Who knows what's even deeper? Heaven. It's oh, heaven. you're pretty confident. All I know that the further I go... Away from sea level, this way, the more beautiful life gets. Uh, for the listener, downwards point. It's like, it's like if you were like, I can see Disneyland over there. If I go down that road, I'll eventually get to it. If I go the other way, I'm going to go away from it. So if I'm going this way and it's getting brighter and beautiful, more beautiful, then it's, we're on the right way. Well, that makes sense. If you like Disneyland, what? that place is... So he, presumably, one year ago, did did his sub descend with yours? Did you both go back into the ocean? We did. His sub, though, for the uh, he comes up a bit earlier. He comes up for Halloween because he can't miss a Halloween. Uh, so he's he was up before me. You know, he was up come October. Right, but that's usual for him. Uh, yep, that's usual. So uh, I hadn't seen him or felt him or anything since October. Wow. What does he love so much about Halloween? Pumpkins. Dressing up. Mm. Dressing up like a pumpkin? It's dressing up. You, you have to understand, it's like, it's kind of why we started this business. Uh, we were like, where can we go? Where can we go where we can just be ourselves and we can, and by be ourselves, I mean be whatever we want all the time. Yeah, we can hedonistic desires. What's that? Your hedonistic desires. Where could we explore our most hedonistic of desires? And it's either a one, 
one it's 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 a time on land it's one day a year but if you're three levels down in the water it's all the time right what's the one day a year uh, halloween oh what would you do on halloween dress up <laughs> you have to understand People's definitions of hedonism are different. Right. And I've learned that through having many, many billionaires, which I can't say their name. Uh, I can tell you that um, one of them might have starred alongside uh, Deborah Messing in Will and Grace, but I can't tell you who. I can't tell you who. Oh, God. Me neither. Sean Hayes? Uh, He might have also starred beside Sean Hayes in Will and Grace. I might be narrowing it down, but I'm not saying his name. I don't know. I don't know. It might rhyme with Barrick Hakormick. I, I don't know, but uh, which is McCormick? crazy because he's Canadian. Uh, Maybe it doesn't matter his name. <laughs> All I'm saying. The point is, I take and and most people wouldn't even know that um, Eric McCormick is a billionaire. Oh, <gasps> uh, oh. Uh, what is I the, just said his name? What does the NDA say happens if you break it? it says that um, I might end up dead on the. He's allowed to dish out punishment like that. Yes, but it means that the person that I break it with is allowed to kill me as far away from the land the opposite way. Yeah, so I'm immediately suspicious that, of course, your brother broke the NDA and one of these billionaires exacted revenge. That's what they'd want you to think. Oh, okay. Because you might be right. But when I found that body, I mean... I think they wanted you to think a lot of things. Did you guys ever play those games of how did this person die? Have you ever played those games? Uh, that's what this podcast is. Oh. Well, my brother, he, he died. I found his body on a... He was on a puddle of water, and he had one matchstick, mm-hmm. and there was also a, a broken goldfish beside him, a broken goldfish bowl. There was so many things around him that led me to believe so many different things that I tried to figure out. How did he die? Right. So someone had left a lot of clues, it looked like almost, like a million red herrings. Yeah. Yeah. Like a million red herrings. There was a rope, but all a them, lead pipe. One was, one was a doctor, but the doctor was a woman and she was standing right there. A and polar bear? She was standing on an ice cube. There was cube. a polar bear. There was the word the. Can, what's it? Yeah. The word the written in blood. <laughs> And you know who has access to all that? Billionaires. Wow. So maybe okay. your theory is has some has some legs. So they want me to think it because it's also true. Possibly. Do you know how billionaires become billionaires? Thinking like that. Hard work. Practice, <laughs> Hard practice, work. practice. I'll tell you what, you find a job you love, you never work a day in your life, get on a submarine, get a bunch of men walking around with hut wrenches, and you see how fucking life goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And now that we know more what your job is, I'm curious how the dancers help you. The dancers are the entertainment. Look, my job is What to... about the DVDs? Have you ever watched the super band, um, The Village People? And there was all these different archetypes. The one they were missing were guys just walking around with wrenches, the plumbers, the hardworking blue-collar man. There's a so, construction worker. Yeah. Yep, yep, you're right. There's it's a construction close. worker, and he would even have a wrench. But but he's <laughs> but he's not a plumber. You got it. They also lack a pope. Yeah. Well, the pope's one like the pope is one man, one man. But a pretty so important there's not a lot job. of people. There's only one person that can relate to being a pope. But you know how many people can relate to being a plumber? 
exactly 962 currently in the United States. That is fewer than I thought. Yeah, they're hard workers. They make you think there's a lot more of them. (laughs) And a lot of them on your submarine. Well, the first person we ever took on our submarine created a little game, a little game called Super Mario, um, and really tried to bring to light the work that plumbers do for us. Right, and uh, he also would have understood your level analogy really well. It's kind of where it came from. Wow, that's why I used it as an analogy. It took him a lot of years. It took him decades to make that video game, but now it's here for us all. <laughs> Finally, Super Mario Brothers is here. I don't keep up on the video game world, so that's that's where I'm at. Uh, but now, to to take a brief detour, uh, you say that uh, before only on Halloween could you dress up, but now that you're under the water, you can do whatever you please all the time. Uh, so My brother's for... submarine was just costumes; it was the wardrobe sub. Did you find him in costume? On well, this is where it gets a little more philosophical. Um. Who are you really when you dress up every day? I dress up as a pope. So you'd be so you feel like you're the pope. Yeah, uh, and I wear like a Nixon mask. So you're you're a bank robber from Point Break. Yeah. A movie that has a lot of water in it. Sounds like you do know movies. Well, it it's an ocean one. Okay, that's true. Mhm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you does know the game. <laughs> All I've seen is the two popes. The two <laughs> What about young Pope? Wait a minute, there's two Popes? Oh. <laughs> oh, that's true. Your theory of, oh, there's only one Pope is kind of debunked by that movie. I have to change my whole my whole theme down here once in a while. You have a theme but, called, there's only one Pope? Is that like no, a, my, a semi-formal my, my themes all revolve around people, jobs that are more than one. But now the Pope has more than one. Right. It's more universal but, than you thought. Here's the thing, though. My brother, I couldn't tell you who my brother was. And I mean that in the sense of every day he's dressing up as someone new. So who really is my brother? Right. So when I found his body, if you ask me what he was wearing, maybe it was his real self, but it was a panda suit. So I don't know if his real self is him feeling like he's a panda bear. Had you ever seen him in this panda suit before? Uh, Only one time when he was with Carl Winslow. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> back we're still here and i have to stay because it's quarantine yep there's nowhere for you to go nope uh, other than the several running routes oh yeah the running routes uh we are still here of course with spud longley uh you found yeah. uh the body of your brother tater uh up <laughs> on the roof of a skyscraper uh this was actually where they filmed die hard uh but it, yeah. it wasn't it's not actually nakatomi plaza it was just acting uh you found the building uh, was the building was acting yes yeah uh you found tater up on the roof uh on on top of a puddle holding a matchstick there was not only a broken goldfish bowl but a broken goldfish uh a polar bear the word the in blood uh looks like someone wanted to leave a lot of clues speaking of bears he was in a panda bear costume that's right. Uh, the only other time you had seen him in one of those uh, was when he was with Carl Winslow, the famous actor from, coincidentally, Die Hard. Die uh, Hard, Perfect Strangers, Family Matters. Yeah. Uh, and you're not allowed to say 
whether uh, Carl Winslow is one of your billionaires. Uh, but you did not. I can say Carl think... Winslow was. I can't say the person's real name according to the strict rules of my NDA. Oh, I see. Right. Right. Okay. This is Carl Winslow, who who was in Rocky. Carl Winslow, who who had a cameo in Arrested Development. This Carl Winslow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. Besides the people dancing around with a wrench, who is that behind you in the Bart Simpson mask? That was going to be um. That's my current client. Uh, so I can't divulge oh. a name, but I can tell you one thing. Uh, that person. Not satisfied with their large salad from a certain diner. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> Is sure. Is it George Costanza? Uh, I guess Jason I can say Alexander? that name. I assumed it was Bart Simpson. Well, he's in a Bart Simpson mask. You know, I guess sometimes when you get this big and you're known for one sitcom, and you're like, well. What would it like be like to be on one that's still running? Because sometimes mm-hmm. your boss cuts you off after just seven seasons. And they're like, well, we're the biggest thing on the planet. Why would we stop? Why wouldn't we be like The Simpsons? Right. Which, as far as I understand, is still still running. Yeah, so I love The Simpsons. Oh, he's hopping on mic there. Oh, yeah. Uh, the man in the Bart Simpsons mask has saddled on up next to you. That's why okay, I but I can't this. tell you exactly who he is. We've signed an NDA. Good. Don't ever break the NDA. Okay, sorry. Uh, should I refer to you as Bart? Yeah, that's probably best. I'm Bart Simpson. That's it. Okay, yeah. Leave uh, it at that. I'll eat your shorts. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, y- Please you're don't. A, you're a billionaire on the submarine. Yes, this is very exciting. We're in the middle of a game. His, this man has put together an excellent game under here. It's, it's Oh, a... but you you know it's a game. Yes. You're not supposed to, I don't think. What? Well, I, I had to put this one together pretty quickly with the whole death of my brother thing. And uh, <laughs> also with the pandemic, I just kind of like threw a couple things together. So, What has the uh... game been so far then? Oh, it's been very exciting. I, it's, it's, a, it's a long episode of The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, I've got all, I've got all of his family members down here, and they're all treating him as if he was a loved family member, right? Now, but also like a little mischievous little boy, which is just a way to show that you care if you notice that. That's right. And as someone who's been on Broadway, I am uh, pretty good at adapting and rolling with things. It changes every night. Oh, interesting. Someone who's been on Broadway. Well. I'm not going to say his name. And you know what? In in his NDA, he's actually not allowed to say his own name either. I never will. You can't. <laughs> if you say your name, even back in your real life now after this submarine trip, I can kill you on the top of a, sky ta- a, sk- a skyscraper. <laughs> right. Or or in a plane or just, just somewhere far, far above far the above. ocean. A yeah. hot air balloon. Yes. Don't ever get in a hot air balloon Ooh. after you say your own name. Good point. Good point. Now, of course, we all, whenever I've done this trip before, previously, yeah. I did a trip with him, and uh, I fantasized about uh, killing you on the top of a mountain. Smart place to go. Smart place to be. Very yeah. high. And, of course, I could tip you into the lava and uh, destroy the a remains. Volcano. Oh, it's a volcano. A volcano I would love. Yeah. Pushing me into magma slash heaven would be heaven. Have You, you ever... being in heaven would be heaven. Have you seen magma? That's right. We lava. just saw it. We saw... Did you tell him about the colors? I told him about, yeah, Trush. What? Trush? Yeah. What? Trush. How would you describe Trush? Oh, it's like uh, Chartreuse without the Char. 
Yeah, and if you know what Char looks like, then you've been down here. <laughs> oh yeah, and she's gorgeous. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I got you, babe. That's right. Other hits. Yeah, an actor too. She's all actors struck. are billionaires. People don't know this, but all actors are billionaires because well, they all come down here and they spend billions. Did Tater take actors as well, or is that more your jurisdiction? Tater was kind of like the we'll call he we we'll call his uh his his submarine was wardrobe. So he created the fantasies and he helped the game. He was the mastermind of it all. It might be why the game isn't so exciting this time around because he was really the mastermind of coming up with the plot points and the twists and turns as we went along. Yeah, you kind of just tossed me this mask and you said, "Uh, you're, you're part. loved as a family." <laughs> That's my A storyline. Um, because someone knows this Seinfeld so well, I'm trying to come up with a solid B and C storyline, and uh, I just I really miss Tater right now. At the end, they all need to collide into one giant conclusion. Well, considering this is my last journey, um, as what a, as as a submarine. Whoa, big news! You never told me this. Well, it's it's not that big of news. You guys kind of heard when it happened. I. I did say Eric McCormick's name out loud, which means when oh, I get you will die. back to land. Did you? I, I have to go to his house and let him know it's time for you to kill me, is what I have to do. So this is my last trip. Uh, I, I have a question that's not related to anything. Uh, was Jason Alexander on Broadway? Whoa, 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 who? Whoa. Who are whoa, you talking whoa, about? Whoa, and whoa, why? whoa, whoa. I'm just I'm just curious about that because it's not something I knew, but it would be helpful for me in some I, scenarios. I will tell you the man that played George Costanza was definitely on Broadway. Okay, great. That's all I wanted to know. We can move on. <laughs> uh, I don't see how that's related what to show anything. He did. No idea. They don't have a cow, man. <laughs> all right. See, you're getting into character. Yeah, I'm always now, in character. Now this trip can really crank it up a notch. Oh, now it's time for another twist? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I don't know. Open I need my the brother. Envelope. What's the next twist? Oh, yeah. You do have an envelope there. I do. In this envelope, you are going to find your next mission because you have a mission that you need to complete by the end of the day. I won't lie to you. The mission is to eat all the spaghetti. Uh, <laughs> but the spaghetti is not what you think it is. Okay, so open, open up the up envelope. The <laughs> okay, well, I now said. I guess I'll open the envelope then. Read the exact words I just said. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he just typed it out exactly. What is it? It says, your next mission, and I won't lie to you, it's to eat all this spaghetti, but the spaghetti is not what you think it is, dot, dot, dot. And then it says, hand letter to, and it says my name, but I'm not going to read that part. Okay, I, I suppose I'll eat the spaghetti and I'll go figure out what that is. You see, part of the NDA is I'm allowed to write my clients' names wherever I want. Oh, this would have been very helpful. Can you like write them and hold them up for me to say as I have not I signed? I can't show them to people. If you want, I have a room in the submarine. It's like my, I call it my Banksy room. Not that Banksy's ever been down here or else he could kill me. But uh, it's essentially I just go in there and I spray paint people's names on the wall that I've been down here. And And that's all the room is. Well, if someone walked in that room, they would know all the names and I would be more dead than I'm already going to be with Eric McCormick. Does Tater have a room like that on his submarine? Tater has, um, he gets, uh, essentially, it's, it, it is a room, uh, it's the only room that's not filled with different sort of costumes or different sort of props for his twists and turns to his stories. It's the, it's the washroom, uh, but what he's done is he has taken, do you, do you know those things where you can like, uh, you can spin a wheel and it goes to the letter like D and then you press it and it goes, 
and a, a label maker. D- it's called a dino, dynamo or something? Yes, yeah. I have one in this very room. Well, so he does that, and he just puts it on the wall. So his walls are just covered with people's names that have been dynamoed. I don't know what the verb is. Now, if, if one of his clients was to walk into that room, would they have the legal grounds to kill him? Uh, if his, their name was up there? Yes, but that never happened. However, one person did walk into that room at one time, and uh, it, let me, let's just say um, it's a person that scammed us. They said that they were a billionaire. They weren't even a billionaire, uh, and luckily that person has been slaughtered very horribly. We've uh, fed him to the worst fish on the planet, which you don't know. It's called a pluke. Uh, and it's in the third level. And what it does is it takes six years to digest somebody, but it goes very slowly and keeps them alive and just pierces ever so slowly, mostly the testicles. Uh, and it just keeps going. Wow. And I can say that person's name because the NDA is fake, but Alistair Forbes, uh, he was eaten by a pluke and just ripped apart shred by shred. So this liar, actually he was, he had a lot of debts, he wasn't even, it wasn't that he wasn't a billionaire. He was just a poor piece of garbage. How, how did he get onto the submarine in the first place? He posed as the Monopoly guy, what is what happened. And I <laughs> like thought the Monopoly man? was the Monopoly man. <laughs> he had a monocle on, he had a top hat. He walked in so confidently. And you thought, who has more um, money than this I guy? Can see, yes. I'm like, I didn't think he was real, but obviously he's real. And he wanted us all to think that. And maybe the maybe there is a billionaire out there that is Mr. Monopoly. I mean, somebody made that game. Uh, so, I don't know. But it was not Alistair Forbes, who is now so incredibly dead. Uh, and just uh, Did you banish him to the belly of the pluke uh, before Tater's uh, body was found? Uh, la- last year, yes. So we well, can rule him last out. Last year. He's gone. I'm back. Oh, okay. Uh, welcome back. Uh, spaghetti was cheese. There you go. String cheese. Delicious nonetheless. I ate it. Loved it. Oh, so it looked like spaghetti. Yeah, well done. Crafty twist. Here's the twist. Not milk from a cow. That cheese was made from a milk from a a pluke. (gasps) Oh. Best milk. That's why it was awful. (laughs) Truly awful. What did I miss? But what it means now is that you also have the powers of a pluke. Essentially, you eat the cheese of a pluke. And from now on, if you ever have an enemy on land, you can simply open up your mouth and engorge them for six years. No oh. problem. Uh, and then they get stabbed in the testicles. Oh. It's really piercing. Just like oh, a sorry. tattoo needle. Just going. It'll grow in. I have no enemies, though. I am beloved by all. I also have a time machine on the submarine. Did you know that? No, I did not. Now, why haven't you used it to go back to try and rescue Tater? You only get once. You only get to use it one time. Well, so and you did yet. you already use it? Or are you saving it still? No, I haven't used it yet. I have not used it yet. I'm waiting for my one time to go back in time. And I don't think this is what I'm going to blow it on. I, I'll be honest. I love my brother. And I would definitely um, want to know. I'm actually even more crushed that there was a broken goldfish. A goldfish lost its life for some unknown reason on top of that building too. So we're trying to solve two murders but, here today. Yeah. Whoever the billionaire is, because I'm really following this billionaire theory, but whoever the billionaire was, and I'm looking at you, Carl Winslow, that set this whole thing up and killed Tater Longley, my my brother, and the goldfish, more importantly. 
who I didn't even know. I didn't even know him. I don't know the goldfish's name. Him, her, don't know. Now, wait a minute. What, what are you using your time? Oh, sorry. Well, I was going to say, am I, am I allowed to go in the washroom? Am I allowed to see the, 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 the names? Of, well, that's on my brother's ship. I can't get over to that. We can't get over to that submarine just yet. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> it's the reason why we haven't had many costume changes on this trip, because his, his personal submarine is still at dock, which is kind of sad in a weird way, that that submarine will never run beside this submarine ever again. You don't want to hire a new captain? Little Wait. I How will hire a new brother. I could play your brother. The greatest role of all. A new identity. You are an amazing actor who starred in many things, including Seinfeld, uh, but I can't tell you people your name. Were you in a movie uh, with a monkey? Yes. What was it called? You've really given you're giving up that information real easy. There are uh, there are so many films with monkeys. I can imagine you I can say no more. But I genuinely The thing is, I don't I'll, know I'll tell you it's I don't not know why we signed the these the because uh, like I don't care that people know and normally the people don't care that they know so we just sign these NDAs and I think afterwards you go why do we sign that but it's in ink so now we have to stay true to the NDA and kill each other up high if, if that happens yeah which let's here's hoping Eric McCormick has a heart attack before I get back out of sea because then you know then he won't have to kill me here's well, I'll go on record here's hoping Eric McCormick has a heart attack I'm sure he's a very lovely man but like I just don't want to die when I come out from well being on this why island. why ever come up i think you just figured everything out i mean the dancers here don't want to go anywhere jason i didn't say your full name <laughs> it starts with a jason that could be anything yeah. or maybe it's jody watley uh, who knows well no uh by the criteria of starting with jason no it's not it could be Jace yeah, Louis Dreyfus. But George Costanza, would you be interested in staying <laughs> George Costanza, would you be interested in staying below the sea? Uh, at oh, least until so Eric McCormick has lived a full life. You can call his character's name too, but you can't say who he is. You can call me Costanza. That's okay. I still respond to that. People shout that in the streets. They say, Can't stand ya and I turn around and I go, Oh, a fan. I guess technically I can call you Jason Alexandra. Yeah. But I'll just say I do know that you're talking to me. So specifically. I think it's a great idea if you stay under the water and I will then play the role of your brother. I get to do that emphatic, exciting scene of touching the side of the submarine as you touch the other side of the submarine. It's a role of a lifetime. Yeah. It's true. And if we need... Food will just, uh, who knows? You know, there's ways to get it in the third level of the sea. Uh, so maybe we can just go to the bottom of the ocean and start our own Atlantis. Wow. That's incredible. Now, wait, go ahead. You said the, the last time you had ever seen him in a panda suit, he was with Carl Winslow, who is That's right. suspect number one. Describe right. this encounter. We were opening the, uh, a zoo, uh, and uh, we decided to open a zoo because it seems like all you land lovers have no problem opening Sea World after Sea World and torturing all of these beautiful monsters. So you we had to, we tried to get. You opened one underwater. What's that? You opened a zoo underwater. 
We opened a zoo underwater. It did not last very long. Uh, we we tried to keep the we we brought in monkeys and pandas and lemurs, uh, and we put them all underwater. And um, it it was a, it, it lasted about an hour. Uh, That's impressive. Well, yeah, because we would be like, oh no, like that one just died and it's gone. Bring down the next batch. And by the oh, time the I last see. batch had come down, it was. It was a massacre, but but there was a lot of, it was a celebration afterwards. You see, like, um, there was a lot of, I guess, food, you could put in quotation marks, floating around the water afterwards for all the sharks and the whales and the the beautiful creatures of the sea. Of course. So, but now we know. And you you know what? Now, I don't even know how you guys sleep at night up there owning these sea worlds, because I cannot... I can never do that again. I can never try to even try, even as like a revenge tactic, I could never open up a, a land creature zoo underneath the water. I, I hate to give credit to sea worlds. Uh, cause I also don't agree, but they do provide animals with tanks with paint tanks, tanks. And some of them get paint. Well, we tried that. We did have tanks. We used the exact same tanks you guys used on land. We, we got them <laughs> down here in cages. We we put them in cages. We put them everything, and uh, well, I think you know the rest. We don't think things through sometimes. I need my brother around me to think things through. That's why he was in the panda suit. And so, and uh, Carl yeah. Winslow uh, tried to help us out open the zoo. He warned us just like he was warning um, the actor Bruce Willis in Die Hard uh, to to you know save yourself, be cautious. What? There's something a- about a watch. What look for the watches on the terrorists. Is is that Carl Weathers in Die Hard? No, it's Carl Winslow. <laughs> okay. Carl Weathers is in Carl Weathers is in Rocky yeah. and plays Apollo Creed. Right. He's also in Billy Madison and plays. But Carl Weathers, as much as he's an action star, Carl Winslow, I don't know the actor's name, and I can't tell you it anyways because of NDA agreements, uh, is the police officer that's talking from outside the building. Okay, could him. it could it be Reginald Val Johnson? And maybe I'm wrong. Re- is Reginald Val Johnson a person? I might be wrong. I can't can't tell you that one. <laughs> can't can't tell you that. Okay. E- either way, Car- this Carl Winslow, who is not Carl Weathers, even removed from NDA. That's right. Because I've been a little not. confused about this. Now I so, let me. I can clear this yeah. right up. I can clear this right up. I've never met Carl Weathers in my life. I've met Carl Winslow, and I can tell you, yeah, that. He looks nothing like Carl Weathers. Carl Winslow looks like every suburban father, and Carl Weathers looks like he could kill anybody. <laughs> yeah. this He doesn't look like he can hurt a fly, this Carl Winslow man. He's always wearing slacks up to his nipples. He's got a thin part in his hair and a tiny little brushy mustache. And, he and wears- a smile that could light up the room. Actually, that's the one way they look the same. They both have a smile that could light up a room. That's true. That's true. So how did this interaction go after the uh, mass uh, feeding of sharks at the zoo? Well, we we let the animals have their celebration, their little buffet, I guess, of all the exotic meats they never had before. And uh, then we got got out of there pretty, pretty quickly. Um, My my brother escaped in his in his panda outfit. Uh, I I was dressed. as a Senegal bush baby, which a lot of people don't know, but 
um, I have big eyes in my life. So Senegal bush babies are little tiny squirrel looking animals and they have, they have massive eyes. They're the one creature. They're the one creature that I like from land and that's it. <laughs> uh, we have a bunch of them down here and, uh, Carl Winslow. And we got into two submarines and we, we took off. This was all part of the game, except it was actually, it was a surprising turn for us as well. Cause we didn't think about all the, the animals getting like dying immediately which sounds, I mean, in hindsight, common sense. Uh, but at the time, no idea. This sounds so... so- uh, we, we, we took off and, and we led Carl Winslow. It, started, it opened up a D storyline for him in his journey. And uh, yeah. That is thrilling. Great. I love a D storyline. Now, <laughs> at any point uh, during this hectic escape, did Tater accidentally let slip the name of anyone? Did he break any NDAs? Uh, I, I'm sure that Tater, I mean, he had his time where he, he went on a rampage where what happened was this. I'm not going to lie. Uh, there's cameras all over this place. And for those of you that have been on a Big Brother, per se, or, or Survivor, or um, any sort of reality television show. Yeah, we've got a lot of listeners You know, like, eventually you forget the cameras are even around. What's that? I was just saying we have a lot of listeners out there. I'm sure several have been on Big Brother and Survivor. Yeah. So eventually you forget the cameras are all around. Maybe you've been on a prank show. Who knows? Ooh, what I've happened been on a prank was show. My brother has a, has a camera set up in his, in his shower uh, where he's put all these names up. And one time I know, because I was in the other, I was in my submarine, so I couldn't get to him, but I was yelling, stop, stop singing. You're singing all the names. You're reading the names of all oh, the wow. people. And people that have been on our cruise before can watch our cameras like a like a like a feed, and so he said everybody's name on that list. He went through pretty much anybody that we've ever taken a trip. <laughs> so this with does before, not narrow it all down the way back at to all. Walt Disney. So what you're saying is it truly could have been anyone. I know that I'm making it really hard to solve this uh, little little no, mystery. No, you're just telling the truth. Uh, but we are narrowing it down to a total of. Uh, 63 billionaires. Uh, We've had 63 adventures. You know what? 63 people have been on our adventures. I'm content enough with that. I think narrowing down a murder to 63 people, pretty good. Yeah, I'd say so. And I think what would be best would be to release the tape. That way, people know this list. I think that would be against the NDA, if I release that list. Well, it's not your list. It's his. I will say, if you're asking me, like, who killed my brother? I mean, when I was on top of the roof, um, we'll call him uh, we'll call him Hans Gruber. Uh, was flying away in the helicopter, being like, "I just killed your brother. How do you feel now, you fuck? Uh, I just murdered your brother. He's never coming back." Excellent Hans Gruber impression. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> well, you don't know who is Hans Gruber. So maybe it was probably the perfect impression. I do actually, know who then. Hans Gruber is. That's a pretty well. But what I mean is, I'm just using the name Hans Gruber. It's just this, uh, one of our billionaire uh, people. Um, so you know let's who say did his it. real name actually. His real name actually rhymes with Will Bates. So I've called him Hans Gruber because of Takagonomi Powers, but he has nothing to do with Hans Gruber. Oh, Bill Gates. <laughs> oh I was thinking, trying to think of an actor. Are you talking about uh, William Gates? I, actually, I can call him William Gates because on the NDA it says I can't say uh, the short form of his name, but William Gates was riding away on a helicopter. Okay. Wow. Then that was a good impression. 
Yeah. I've given so much money to good causes. I'm a billionaire that does... I'm a philanthropist. I killed your brother, you fuck. But I killed your brother, you fuck. Interesting. Why do we think he did this? Because his name was released in the NDA. I'll, I'll tell you this. I'm hoping just somebody's playing the game on me and my brother's going to show up at the end of this year and be like, I was alive the whole time. But I know that's not true. I think Bill... I think... I won't say his name. I think William Gates was probably just more upset that like his trip didn't go that well down here, I think is what happened. Really? Mm. Now, you had... I know you can't say, but did the founder of Microsoft had a bad experience on your sub? Yeah, and it's not because it was uh, terrible or anything. It was just... Um, we One, we have a lot of Apple products down here, uh, <laughs> and that's that's got to be crushing for them. Um, but two... Uh, we, we we just kind of like he he's like a he is a philanthropist and um he was actually at the zoo thing and he was like he he was the one the whole time yelling these are living creatures these are living creatures you're doing you this to what's that <laughs> <laughs> these are living creatures you fuck yeah thank you steve you've been you wouldn't quiet even this know this time. but i'm a big seinfeld fan so this is just weird to be sitting so close to a seinfeld person i can't name <laughs> You wouldn't know it, but in life, like Bill Gates does have a catchphrase, and it's "you fuck." <laughs> and he uses it in a, in a bunch of different ways. He'll call you a fuck. He'll ask it as a question, oh, yeah. and he'll do it as a command. I've gotten I've gotten uh, Rosh Hashanah cards from him that says, "Hey, happy Rosh Hashanah, you fuck." <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, but it does sound like you knew the whole time uh, who killed your brother. And I can understand. Well, just because he says it doesn't mean that that's that he did it. In my mind, I, I've lived so many adventures and taken people on so many stories that I got to look for those twists and turns and find out. I mean, my brother, if he were alive, could probably have solved this immediately. Well, uh, that's not uh, my job. He's used to, make to twists, twists and, and turns and storylines going everywhere. <laughs> for me, it sounds like it was uh, this. William you could say it. You oh, can okay. say it. Yeah, I've signed nothing. Yeah, it sounds to me like it was Bill Gates, founder of Microsoft. Uh, that you had seen fly off in a helicopter and uh, confess. In hindsight, that in hindsight, that's probably hundred percent. It's like the zoo. Like two seconds later, I'm like, of course, don't bring monkeys in cages underwater and throw them down there. Of course, Bill Gates flying away saying, "I killed your brother, you fuck." I should have just told you guys that to begin yeah. with. Yeah. All of these things make sense when you're three levels under the sea. I think the lack of oxygen to my brain for the last sixty years has probably done some damage. And that wraps up another successful episode of Killed to Death. Uh, it was Bill Gates. It was Bill Gates. Uh, and uh, Steve, would you finally like to reveal who, who you've been watching this whole time? Oh, I'm allowed to say that this yeah. is this is Jason Alexander. Wow. What has he done on Broadway? Uh, I yeah. don't know. And he Broadway can't tell you. Jason Alexander. <laughs> I want to thank Matt Probst, who does our theme song. Broadway uh, star. I'd like to thank Matt Probst, Broadway star. <laughs> Uh, you can like us on Facebook, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, follow us on Instagram, Kill to Death Podcast, uh, follow us on Twitter, K2D Pod, email us on Gmail, Kill to Death Podcast at gmail.com if you have a suggestion for, for murder, murder or anything else. Yeah. Wardrobe for us. Yeah, we can look however you want in these pictures. Uh, that's what we have to say. Uh, are there any other podcasts people should check out? Um, 
I would say check out the regulars, which right now during this pandemic and, and even following is going to, it, it runs a live stream on YouTube. What is it? 930 Pacific Standard Time. Uh, it is uh, Jason DeRoss and Stacey McGonigal having a great time talking about things that don't matter as much in the world uh, and, and bringing on guests to also talk about different subjects that they'd love to talk about and we explore those topics. So daily, the regulars, Monday to Friday. Uh, check Hell that yeah. out. Uh, out of those two people, Stacy and Jason, uh, can people check out one of them anywhere? Right now, both of us in our houses, sitting in robes. Check them out. And I do we I I do need to ask before we leave, what is your big plan? What are you going to use your time machine for? If not this. Uh, yeah, that was real dumb of me to bring up a time machine and then not use it. Uh, <laughs> well, you're, so, well, you're sitting on something, you know, and you got I plans on it. that seed. No, no, Spud, what, what are you going to use that, that time machine for? You said that it wasn't to save your brother. You said you had a bigger yeah, purpose in mind. It's true. It was when I was dying, uh, when I, when I go to die, then I know, go back to this very moment really quickly and just do something different. Smart. So you can <laughs> not save It's to me. thwart my death. <laughs> Yeah, you could just... I could save myself. It's to thwart my own death. So right before I like have a heart attack or something, I'll get in the machine and go back five minutes prior and be like, don't eat, don't eat that. You're going to have a heart attack. Or it, I figure it's like saving my life once. If someone ever tries to steal your mojo, uh, it would be easy to go back and try and put a stop to that. You got it. You just stick on the ice. <laughs> Killed to Death is produced and engineered by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky. Special thanks to Katie Lore, Matt Probst, and Tom Shank. Rate and subscribe on iTunes and like Kill to Death on Facebook so they know how to value their worth as human beings. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! Hi, I'm Erin Pym, the host and producer of the Bedpost Podcast. My show is a sex and sexuality podcast that features a new guest every week, from sex workers to sex educators to everyday people whose experiences with sex and sexuality can be just as enlightening, shocking, and hilarious. Find the Bedpost Podcast on iTunes and follow our social media starting with bedpost.ca. I'll be waiting.